this is Angelo with Danceable Thoughts, and this is our weekly podcast. Hear it tonight, use it tomorrow. Welcome to episode eight of the 2023 podcast series. We've started talking about all things contest season. We have been on a journey through the preparation steps and the things that you can do. You know, I changed that word journey from journey to quest because a journey sounds like you're going from one place to another. A quest sounds so much more noble. A quest has a greater purpose. And that's what I kind of really want to remind you about right now. As we've been walking through this process, we've been talking about preparing yourself, preparing your dancers. And now most everyone that I know of has a product out on the floor. Some of you have put the product out there for the last time in this particular time of contest season. Some of you are in the midst of it, wherever you are along the way. Let's call it a quest because hopefully there are Uh, some outcomes that you want that are not dependent specifically on what was announced at the award ceremony. Yeah, I went there. I sure did. Because whatever happened at the award ceremony, whether you heard your, your team's name called for the highest awards or just some of the awards, you're on a path towards success. I hope you're on a path towards growth. You are definitely traveling it with a pack of people. You are not by yourself. There are teams all around who are on different levels of preparedness when they get there. There are different situations that they're coming from. So look around at assortment of people on the quest that is very similar to what you're doing. And I want you to think about some questions. So this podcast tonight is not going to be quite so much me talking as me giving you some very interesting, thought-provoking questions that I hope will stir up some conversations among the people that you feel are your inner circle, the friends hopefully that are in similar professions, but sometimes even the people outside of your immediate circle that can give you some insight into where you are in the quest. Because whatever you feel, whether it was successful or not successful, someone else has a different perspective on what you and your group achieved. So what might not look like a total success to you, to someone else might be exactly what they hope to achieve. So I want to put that perspective in your mind. So let's start with the very first and most important question. What do you really believe about contest season and going to competitions? Yeah, I'm going to pause there for a second. You believe it's worthwhile? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's certainly a lot of stress. What do you believe about it? Is it worthwhile? Is it worthwhile for you? Is it worthwhile for your group? Well, only I would say if you take it with the right approach. And that is completely dependent on where you personally want that to go. Some of you feel that your approach is uh, dictated to you from outside forces. If that is the case, if where you have to go and what you have to do and the expectations that you believe are built in are dictated to you from outside sources, I want you to want you to ponder that. I'm not going to give you a solution to that, but I want you to think about that. Do you internally generate the expectations? That's another thought for you. Are you the one that's creating these expectations for yourself and your team? Both situations can be true as well. Just think about that. One of the Daily Rev podcasts this week was work-life balance. 
So I want you to look that one up and see how that applies to that very first question about what do you believe about this whole contest competition thing. Next question I want to bring up for you is, are you over-personalizing the experience? Specifically, are you over-personalizing the results? Going to give you a little piece of advice here. Listen to your own language. Do you say, we went to contest or I went to contest? You say, we were selected for a blah, 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 super la, la, sa, la, 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 sweepstakes? Or do you say, I got a such and such award? We or I, singular or plural? Think about that. It may be something you have to address with your own verbal linguistic patterning. It's very revealing for a lot of folks. And I don't want you to have judgment on anyone else, but if you can't see it in yourself, listen to the people around you. Look at the people that are around you in the contest world and see which ones you define as successful and which that you define as unsuccessful and listen for their linguistic pattern. Do they say I or they say we? Decide, because from your perspective, one of those feels very comfortable and one of those feels very uncomfortable. So I want you to think about that. My next question is, are you hyper-analytical about or regarding the contest competition process? Are you hyper-analytical when it comes to where you're going to contest, the contest setup, the rules that are in place, the scheduling, the categories, the other teams that are there? Because you really you have to think about there's some things that you have zero control over. You do not have control over who else shows up at the contest because of the structure of our dance team, drill team, competition world. People can go wherever they want. So I want you to think about that, that you don't have any control over that. You also don't have any control over what categories other people enter. Do you fully understand and have a, an awareness of the atmosphere, the contest etiquette, the contest expectations, the general environment. So there's there's some learning that goes on with each experience. And on top of that, no two years are exactly the same and no two contest companies are exactly the same. So you've got a choice. I made a joke on social media, which I think is pretty wise. It's kind of like um, choosing the leggings that you want to buy. And once you have them, you decide whether you like them or not. Are they see-through? Do you look good in them? Do they stretch the white way? Do they suck it all in where it needs to be? You know, just, just take that picture with you, and I think that it'll lighten up the way you feel about uh, the contest process because Picking where you go to contest is very much like picking leggings. Everybody has their own to cover, and they know the best way to do it. Yeah, I went there. Next sweet thing I'm going to ask you is, on contest day, are you in your own world, or are you fully present in the experience? And that could be interpreted two different ways. When I say, um, are you in your own world? Is it a, a day where you are very much you and your team and, and your spectators where you are having a day of experiences? Are you just the director, the coach that's running the day? I've done it both ways. Again, I'm not going to tell you there's a right or a wrong way to answer any of these questions. These are all provocative questions and hopefully, uh, conversations that you can start with your friends and discuss how you would like things to be. You may not be able to change them for this season, but it's a great time 
to start jotting down things, journaling things, remembering what you really liked, remembering things that you uh, think could be done better, both for yourself and for the companies you visit, and giving that information time to, I'm going to say to to mature. So you write it down, you come back to it in a couple of weeks, look through it, and then respond to it, take your concerns to the next level wherever you need to. But again, going to this concept of being present in the world with your team or allowing your team to function independently and you being there as the executor that kind of lets the show run itself. These are two different approaches and there's nothing wrong with either one of them. Full disclosure, you may hear a little change in the audio. It's allergy season and Texas had the case of the sneezes and had to pause and start over for the last important conversation that I'd like to have with you. And it has to do with social media and how you react to it and the presence uh, that you see, whether it is your own presence that your your team projects on social media or how you perceive what you see others posting. I think this is a very important 21st century conversation that we have, not just with our teenagers that we influence, but probably with ourselves. So think about this. Are you really living out that experience that you are curating with posts on social media? Because I love Sunday mornings. I love seeing the fun collection of pictures of everything from crazy hats at award celebrations to pre-performance circles, the energy, the excitement of the fans and the stands, the videos of the dances themselves. It allows me to be everywhere and with you all in all kinds of places. I think this is an important thought for all all of us to register that we are creating, we are curating a presence on social media. And I hope that it is a beautiful reflection of the most important parts of the contest experience. Now, we can all laugh all day long because for every 3,000 smiles that you had yesterday, you had three or four moments where you absolutely thought you were going to pull your hair out. That would be a normal experience for any dance team director across the state. I want you to keep that balance in your mind. I want you to also keep something else close to your heart. I want you to think about the experience you and your team are having, does it line up with the mission statement or your team motto, the goals that you set? Because most of you are probably really beautiful at creating goals, goal statements, mission statements. You have um, some vision that you have for your team and you communicate that with them sometime in the beginning of the year. Have you revisited that? You are through the probably the hardest part of the year preparation for contest because that's such a different kind of stress than anything else that you do. Have you continued through the process to live out that mission statement? Don't just think about having the mission statement match the award you get at the end of the day, but is the process matching that mission statement. So that's a very important thing for you to look at on a team level, and then I'm going to take it to a very personal level for you. I want to think about you for a moment. Are you living out your own purpose in life? You are brilliant, introspective humans, and I know that you think about what it is that you want to achieve as 
educators, as people who have committed your time and energy to helping young adults grow and blossom. So I know that you have a greater purpose than just what is recorded as a team achievement, a plaque, a trophy. There's something much bigger that drives you. I think on my own life, I reflect on the fact that I wanted to be a choreographer. I wanted to be a creator. I wanted to be an innovator. And from that, I grew into being a director and a coach. And as time went on, I became a mentor to others. And now, five years past my retirement, I'm still spending my February with you guys in the midst of contest season. And it's a choice that I make. Make you laugh for a second. My sister is traveling across the globe. She's in Africa taking pictures of hippos. And my dearest friend Kim was in front of the pyramids with her daughter taking a picture. So I've got choices that I can make and I choose to be in gym too. I don't know. Seems a little crazy, but when I think about what my own purpose in life is and how I fulfill it in my with my actions and my deeds it kind of matches that in the midst of the craziness of February I would be with you in some shape or form whether it's digitally through this or actually putting my arm around you and giving you a hug at contest this is where I choose to be and honestly I think this is where most of you choose to be so I want you to take some time to look through your own memory bank of experiences past and current and think about how they're all leading to this beautiful legacy that you are creating with your peers with your dance team members with your family and friends that are part of your fan circle so when we're on this quest as I described it at the beginning of the podcast, I remind you that you are never on this quest alone, that there are always people walking beside you. So take the opportunity this week to pose some of these questions to your circle and get some conversations started. That would truly make me thankful to hear from you which of the questions you found most interesting, most entertaining. I hope you will use these ideas. You'll hear them tonight. You'll use them tomorrow. You'll think it through and your students will enjoy dancing out the very best results as you go on this quest to get through contest season.